your daily exercise as opposed to all the other exercises. Works for me. Thank you. There are two copies. You're, you're ready? Yeah. There are two copies you should have. You might actually get to the second one. We'll see. I want to go back to where we left off on page six of your main handout. If anybody listening doesn't see the Mind Chemist online, please let you know. I believe we're still up to date. Uh, we had a Machlekes, the Ramam, and the Ravid, and we ran out of time. I didn't get a chance to explain the Ravid. I will explain the little that we know about it because it's a shita that's not fully explained in the Kesem Mishnah because the Kesem Mishnah does not have it tied in with the Gemara. But the Machlekes, the Ramam, and the Ravid is really a, a lesson in contrast here, which it usually is whenever they have Machlekes, but here it's the Rambam, and I didn't show you this inside yet, but we'll get to it in Mitzvah Shem tonight. The Rambam holds that one of the differences between Nachash, which is Aser, and all the superstitions that go along with it, and Ma'inein, trying to figure out the future, versus just taking a Simen Toiv into account, is, the Rambam's opinion, the Simen Toiv is on the Ovar. You're taking something... That happened already, and you're taking that as like a pat in the back, that what you're doing is okay, and gives you a chizik to move forward. The Ravid, if you remember last week, the Ravid said that Yenison and Eliezer were big tzaddikim, and they did nothing wrong, which everybody agrees to, the question is what the pshat is. And the Ravid's opinion is, the reason they did nothing wrong is because they set up a sign to begin with, and then it came true. So unlike the Pshat and Tesis, the Eliezer was a ben he didn't have an Isser, and the other Pshat and Tesis, Yenison, didn't need it, didn't believe in it, and just did it for the young man next to him. The writer says, there was absolutely nothing wrong over here. Doesn't explain why. Doesn't explain how it fits into the Gemara. He certainly had a reading in the Gemara. My conjecture, this is an educated guess on my part. I think the writer is understanding that if you set up a sign as a derech of tefillah with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and then the sign comes true, then we call that Yad Hashem. Because you set up the polar opposite of the Ramam. Ram says, you set up some ridiculous sign that if I see um, an American robin fly by, that's a simon I should be doing this business deal. And then within the next, you got to get parameters, within the next 45 to 60 seconds, and then an American robin flies by at 59 seconds on the clock. The Ravid says that's perfectly fine, even though it makes no sense. Why does it make sense? Because it doesn't make sense. You tested, what does the Ravid do with Los Anastas Hashem But you threw out something that can't be coincidental, and you're just asking Hashem for a sign. So you picked a sign. Okay. Hashem sent you a sign. You're a very fortunate man. The Ravid says that's mutter. That's what Yenison did, that's what Eliezer did. The Rambam says, no, that's nichush. It has to make sense. So make sense means you listen to the weather, you look, it's cloudy. Not a great day for a picnic. 
you look at other facts on the ground and you do your research and you're established and you take that as a sign but it makes sense, that's fine. And if you remember, the Kesson Mishnah said that Eliezer did something that made sense. She has to be a tremendous balas chesed, tremendous. So, Gan Gamalach Eshke, with the amount of camel's drink, that's a very good sign. Makes sense. Yenison, a bit more of a chiddish, but he says he was testing their courage. This was a strategic move, and it worked out. And therefore, it made sense. The Ravid says, no, you don't need that. You can actually set up a sign yourself and then go with it if it comes. Believe it or not, we'll recall this uh, hopefully when we get to it in Shulchan Aruch and many weeks from now, but the Ramah brings down Balshitas on the Sha'avar Lasa, but they're polar opposites. The Ramah says only the Avar, and even then you can't depend on it too much. And the Ravid says, no, only the Asid, if you set it up. It's quite, quite a machlekes. So that's the Ramah and the Ravid we saw with the Arichas and the Kesemishnah giving the Tamim behind why it's Mutter according to the Ramah. Go now to page 7 in your handout, and we will show you that Rambam inside. The Rambam says, Beferish, that's to be two things. It can't be over-dependence on any of this. It can't be running your life. And then it has to be Shavar, and it has to be a nice simon. And the Rambam brings down an example. Take a look at Allah Hey on page 7. New milestone in my life, the example from the Gemara, built a new house, which in the olden days is a big deal. Not like today, people move in, move out every few years. It's really a new, new stage in bringing a lot of bracha. This is the Gemara's example of his mutter. Notice how, as we go along, Ramam quotes the first two examples in the Gemara, got married, got built a new house, new stage in life. Then he quotes asking a tinik for a posik. What does the Ramam not quote? Well, let me finish the sentence. You'll think about that as we read it. Oh, he told me, it's going to be a good week in business. So fine, the Ram says, call Elu Kiyetse Bahan Mutter. Why? Hail Velakivan Maisa Velo Nimnimilasis. You didn't make a decision now or not to do something based on this information. Can't be more of a fairish. Ram says, you're looking at something you already did, you already decided. It's finished. You're looking for a chizik on the decision. So Ramam says you don't make a decision based on this and it's not 100% that it's even a simon. But if you want to take a simon type of something you did already and feel good about it, then fine. The right of the Shittasa over here says, no, no, it's not, it's not the other. It's only Mutter and Basit. And the Rambam, what's missing in this Rambam? Mavra. What? Mavra. There were three examples. Safra, Mavra, and Tina. The Rambam only brings down Tina. So you could say he picked one out of three. It doesn't always quote every example of Gemara, but the first part of Allah Hay quoted all the examples. So some want to say that it's only the Pasik because the Pasik is from the cotton. It's a shtekel nevuah because now that we don't have nevim, the nevuah is given over to Katanim and to Shaitim. But here you're talking to Katanim. And he's using a Pasik and it's a cotton. No, so why would the Ram hold of Safra if it's safer? You're using it. Okay, but that's not as direct. We have a Gemara that says Nevu is given over to Katanim. So some want to say the Ramam only held we pass like that example. 
Yeah, all the other pshat is that he picked one out of three. Yes? What is the rabbi doing about Bogod? We, we have many. Bogod is. Bogod needs uh, Hesber, why God was picked for that. And we didn't. It's not exactly the same as the Sugya. We didn't take an example and say that confirms my decision. She was trying to have as many shifted as she could. And she saw God and she said, Oh, this baby is Mazel Day, but didn't say, Therefore, that's either a riot, something I did, or a decision for something I will do. So it's not done into these cases. Stamni says, Burr, for why, especially if you're, if you're in this sugya, I'm glad you, you asked because it, it is, it is no gear now. It was confirming her. Yeah, it's confirmed. She took in, uh, she took in one of the, uh, well, we graduated from a shifcha to a full, full wife. She took it at Tzara, and not the first time, not the last time. And she said, God, if you recall, we, we discussed it once uh, on Shabbos uh, years ago. And the short version of that, it, it's, a, it's an odd thing, especially based on the sugya. We don't, we say mazel to, but God, something should represent mazel. She brings an example from, uh, we have an example, Sanhedrin, this... Uh, I said to God, this um, lucky chair that people used to have in their house. So everybody asked, what does that mean? We don't have lucky chairs. Or at least it's, at least it's a machlekes. So if you remember, when we learned Sanhedrin, we said that the chair was there at Simon Mazel. It was an extra chair. You shouldn't do anything in a very extravagant way, but to have one extra piece of furniture, like the chair nobody sat in, is a sign of Ashiris, a sign of Ravchus, and the biggest uh, schula. So the biggest benching with Kavan is a big school for Panasa. But one of the schoolers for Panasa and Ravchus is not being in the mode of penny pinching too much and getting too nervous about money because that becomes a self fulfilling prophecy. If you're so bent out of shape every time, four cents extra is spent, so then it becomes a tight budget, whether it was or wasn't. And conversely, a one chair, not 100 chairs, not 78 rooms, a chair, they didn't sit it, it was called Arsa the God, the Lushan God, Lushan. Mazel, and again, sounds like nachash, but it's not because it makes sense. The fact that you set the tone in the house that it's a little bit rav chesdik, and even if the money is tight, but you don't moan and groan every time five cents is spent and you don't make a machlekes over it, that's a school of for having a little more, not the other way around. Again, it's all a question of degree. Bogot over here, some of the why she declare that she was convinced God would be Mazel out of all the Shvatan. Very fine shape with all the Shvatan Magabali. Why God? So the answer to that is she assumed it wasn't tagging the decision necessarily, although it's a possibility, but it's not Muchach from there. She wasn't making a decision based on that that, oh, I'm going to have more children. She wanted to have as many as she could. It was a similar Mazel. She knew it would bring Mazel and Siat because this child was the result of her mysterious nefesh of bringing a tzara into the house. Of all the emos, she didn't need it. She already had her share, hence the name Yuda, a Pamida, and she was already pulling more than her weight. So despite that, she wanted to build more, and tremendous challenge in the saying to bring a tsar into the house. So she felt the child born after that would bring mazel, and that's one of the Makaris. He was born mole, so he sh- showed the extra mazel. That was the result of her mysterious nefesh. I mean, despite more mysterious nefesh for any particular Indian, uh, you're going to have more mazel and siyat the Shmaya. Can't you always attribute it to uh, parents' 
Yeah, but what's interesting is that again, I don't want God doesn't want the shift they call. The Om on a tremendous Madrega on the shift they call the shift they call, and it doesn't need any commentary. But if I were to ask you, well, you're Meshuchet already, you would say Levi. But if I were to ask you, which one of the Shvatim stand out in your mind to be the prime movers and shakers in Klai Yisrael? God wouldn't be necessarily in the first two, three, four, five. I'm taking away. It's a tremendous Sadiq, and, uh, but it's just Haladabra. We have Rashi says, Ba God, Ba Mazel. And so if it's you know, necessarily harbinger of what's to come. We don't necessarily see in the Shevet, although we're probably missing a lot anyway, but in the, in the person, in the mensch himself, in God himself, born Miles already a tremendous simon, and she felt that uh, this was a result of her mysterious nefesh. So that's why inherently it's going to bring Mazel and Seat So we believe in Mazel, just got to be in the context of why do you think it's here, and do you think it's here for the good reasons or for the superstitious reasons? that we're in the process of uh, explaining why it's also. Okay, so that's the Ramam and Hay. So there is some of Roshayla, why he only quotes one out of three. The Ramam clearly says what's making this mutter is A, not taken too seriously, which Rashi already says, the Ramam Lachar agrees, and the fact that it is Lisha Ovar. Skip down to Sif Ches, Halacha Ches. Now we get into the Maine, and the Ramam brings down from the Gemara we saw last week. And first we'll see the Ramam, and I want to show you the Lacha Mishnah as well. The Ramam says, Eze Now your set stops there, but your single sheet, let's say page 8. So what is my name? So Lashen Enayim, as we saw, from the Kishav used to do over their eyes, and Lashen the Naisne Itim, trying to foretell the future. Top line on page 8 in the Ramam. This next word is key, and we're going to throw out some of the questions tonight, spend a lot of time on this, because this is not just about astrology. It's about whether there is another category. So far we're talking about Kishu of black magic and stamp superstitions. Is there another category where it's a science and a chachma, and it's not an isadraisanichush, and it's not superstitious, because it makes sense, because it's a chachma. Does that category exist? The Ramam, it's a very important question, the Ramam will give a resounding no. Lishitasai. You probably know this, the Ramban Chumish discusses this at length, you will see some of them in Mitzvah Shem, and he's always arguing in the Ramam. So the big machik is the Ramam, the Ramban. Many, many Rishayim hold like the Ramban, probably most of them, but the Ramam is the Ramam, and that's why we're reading it first here. The Ramam holds, there's absolutely no substance whatsoever for astrology, palm reading, or anything we might want to call a chachma or a science, as there's no chachma to any of the other shenanigans and kishof and sleight of the hand and trickery that any of the galachim and all the other galim are doing. It's all the same. The psukim lists them in the same parsha, and it's all nonsense. Pretty clear, Shita? It's easier in a way. Right? It's all nonsense. The Torah said everything, and it's all bachal, the iser, not the ase of tamintiyah, which will get back into soon, the Ramam doesn't even bring down Tantiyah in the Minyan Mitzvahs because he holds that Tantiyah is just a general klal representing Bitoch and Amun and other things which we'll explain at length, not now, but these things are the same as all the other ones that we know don't make any sense 
and they're all based on trickery and fooling the people and making money and making yourself powerful. And the Rambam says it right here. That's the stargazing astrology. Anybody ever hear of the Ides of March? I didn't. Either did Julius Caesar. Um, I'm not such a bucky. That's probably the only line I remember because every time I learned this sugya, somebody always asked me, does that mean it's usher? So I said, whatever the Ides of March, that's March 15th? <coughs> right? Is that correct? So um, whatever the, whatever the uh, thing meant, the guy standing on the soapbox in Rome, you can picture it. Rome had all sorts of very interesting personalities, like any large ancient city. They had some normal senators walking around. I guess Republicans, but I couldn't resist. Uh, <laughs> there's some normal Democrats also, we hope. Um, there, are, there are politicians, there are um, yeah, emperors, there are Yidden. Yidden, the, there were a lot of Jews in Rome. Uh, there were so many Jews, they got so nervous from them because before Christianity came on the scene, most of the Romans who had seichel and thought about it and willing to risk their lives were converting to Judaism. And there are many stories in the Gemara about that, some senators. And Rome was a sophisticated city, had, as I just mentioned, many intelligent people. And then you had the local yokels who were either not part of the nobility, doesn't mean they weren't smart, um, in theory. Uh, and you had people who basically just wanted a lot of circuses and a lot of gladiators, and they kept asking you for more games. And that's why Roman society ended up imploding after a couple of centuries, because um, there were enough people with nothing to do who were career soldiers, which is basically everybody who was healthy and 18 or 16, whatever age they went in. And then when they got back, they expected the welfare state to support them. It's uh, an important muster. And as it grew, you have X amount of people discharged from the army, and that population grows and grows and grows, and the senators that knew it was good for them wanted to keep them happy. So you had the people with nothing much to do, and then you had the intelligent people, the wealthy, the powerful, a small segment of the population. And then you had a lot of people who weren't that normal, who were walking around, and um, they were standing on soapboxes telling people what the stars say and what the moon says and all the other superstitions. And the Rambam says it was all nonsense. The Ramban and other Rishayim, we'll see the Namukha Yesif first, holds that most of it's usur and most of it, a lot of it is nonsense, some of it is black magic, which was very potent, but still usur. And then you have a very small category of chachma, we'll call it science, chachma sateva, that is not including the of the rice of Nachash. Like astrology, maybe palm reading, there aren't too many things in the list, none of which we know a whole lot about today. But as a machlekes, how do you... How do you deal with just the Gemaras and the Psukim and Chumash? And we're going to, that's just the overview on this, this segment of the topic. But the Ramban has many Kashas in the Rambam. I'm sure the Rambam have any answers. We know more about the Kashas in the Rambam. Is Rabbi Shannon held like that? And the Ramban has an Arichas on it. But he starts with the Chatumim in Mitzrayim. And he says, the Chatumim, he thinks Parshat and Chumash, they're coming up soon. And it looks like they knew what they were doing. Not an exact science, but Ru Rob they saw this star meant blood, and they, it was true. It was supposed to be the blood of Christ off the Chedego. Mizarachma ended up being Damila. It's not an exact science, but it's not a complete stab in the dark either. And these Khatum were very powerful because they were more right than wrong. 
and Paro had good use for them. The Ram the Ramam says they're a bunch of charlatans, smart charlatans, and the Merlins of their time, and they're very good at what they did in fooling most of the people most of the time. That's quite a machlekes just for pshat chumish. And then it gets much more, that's nageya to chumish, it's not nageya to aslamaisa, but what was nageya in the time of the Rishayim, astrology, uh, maybe there's still some people who know some of it, uh, but was a big force in society, and there were people, going to Ramban, who knew what they were doing way past Mitzrayim. And the Ramam says, no, they were good at guessing, and they were good at fooling the people. Very hard to prove, because the Ramban admits it wasn't an exact science, and sometimes they're wrong, and the Ramam admits sometimes they're right, because they were shrewd. So you got that middle... Uh, case or cases where you got to figure out is that the exception or is that the rule and that's what makes this sugya challenging the, the biggest problem as far as I understand it is that in the ancient world astronomy and astrology were kind of yeah but they're two different things astronomy nobody has a tie on I, yeah I hear. nobody has a tie on that you right. want to study the stars and the solar right. system go right ahead right. so because astronomy yes. was a science People lived in there was no right, right. And there was no distinction. The Ramam says that there are no sheikhs, no similarity living a dead. The Ramam was a scientist. He was a doctor, and he would, you know, Shmuel, Shmuel the Amara, said, "I'm more familiar with the stars in the sky and the streets of Nadar, just as familiar." So astronomy, knowing the, the position, that wasn't the issue here. The issue is, does that have anything to do with astrology? And the Ramban and the Mukhesev and his group of are going to have some very convincing arguments that there's a real chachma to it. What they do with it, whether you can ask and inquire, is a different story. They will hold the tzotzer. But they hold it's not an the raisa. Again, I'm going I'm to clarify this over the next couple of weeks when we look at the rayas, but there are a lot of Gemaras, putting the chatum aside, a lot of Gemaras, the Gemara and Shabbos, which we didn't see inside yet. Gemara and Shabbos, for a whole lot, talks about Mazel and talks about, not only Mazel, in theory, it talks about positions of the planets and the stars and tells you real stories that happened with Rabbi Kiva. Real stories, the Chaldeim, who were these stargazers, who gave over information, and Tanaim and Amaram dealt with it. And the Ramban uses that as the fodder against the Rambam, and the Rambam, no doubt, you know, obviously had all these Gemaras and all these Sukkim and had uh, his own Mahalach. But the Rambam is coming out very clearly over here that it's an Issa He doesn't say yet, he will very soon, that it's also ridiculous. But first, let's see again the top line. Now, by the way, I, I don't know, and I don't, it doesn't really make too much of a difference to me. So nobody, I mentioned the Ides of March, nobody has to look up the original. But uh, any historian happened to know, if he was indeed killed then, it probably was not a very mazlical day for Julius Caesar. Um, I don't know if it's... We know Julius Caesar was killed. That's about the only historical fact I know is true. The rest might have been a historical uh, novel. But um, I don't know if the history books even know, besides this source, and he's certainly not uh, anywhere near uh, that reliable, uh, hence the merchants of Venice. And um, I don't claim any bikis in this. That's the only other line I know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh he any writer uh, certainly is popular. Had an, had an axe to grind. And it shows where he he ground it, and we don't know what he made up. But the Ramban wouldn't be surprised if there was uh, some interesting character in Rome standing on a soapbox, as he describes, warning of Julius Caesar: the stars don't look like they're in a very good position for you, and you better watch out. 
And the question we're going to be discussing is if somebody came over and told Rabbi Gamaliel when he was visiting Rome that this day was no good, he didn't ask for it. Somebody told him, should he be careful that day? I don't really care you know, what happened to Julius Caesar, although we don't invite Muhammad in civil war and strife on anybody, and there was a lot of bloodshed afterwards. Uh, the Chakira there, whether to kill your best friend for the good of the Republic is a topic for a good cheer, but not for now. Uh, but there, there is some um, uh, depth to that. It's probably not a good idea to kill your friend under any circumstances. Uh, don't get me wrong. But uh, even, even the Chakira, the Yachid versus the Rabbim, is an interesting Chakira, but we don't need some guy who's a writer to tell us about that Chakira. Yes? It's interesting that the 15th of March would be a rally time. Perhaps they did coincide with the uh, I don't. I don't know. Julius Caesar getting assassinated was that good for the Jews or bad for the Jews? It was bad. It was good. Pompey was bad for the Jews. Yeah. Caesar was Pompey's. They fought each other. Caesar was actually very benevolent toward the Jews. So it was during Adar though. You're asking Akasha. You're being a riot. I'm saying maybe it's. It was during Adar. You mean you mean the aftermath could have been worse? So what you're saying. Okay, there is such a thing. Sometimes things happen on Mazdika Shah that the damage shouldn't be out of control. What? It was certainly, civil war is never good for any country. Uh, but it's an interesting, uh, okay, I don't know if it came out on either that year. You have to know the Jewish calendar, you have to go back and, if you have a calendar that goes back that far, you're pretty good. Uh, what? Probably not. Probably not. No, she tells so. so, okay, so the, uh, the historians and scholars will discuss it. You'll let me know what the Moscon is. As I said, I don't, uh, I, I didn't look up whether the whole thing was true. I don't know if that's when he was killed. But the point is, I, I use it for the three people in the room who know what I'm talking about. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, don't bother looking it up uh, because there's nothing to write home about, and no pun intended. But the, uh, the fact is that the Ramam says that it's an Isser. And halachates also lied and official also ma'isa eladia sana kazavim. And now he goes on to say, and even if you didn't consult the astrologers and they came over and gave you information for a mere ten dollar fee, which I'm sure they're looking for, shasakalim medamin. Here the Ram spells it out beferish. This is uh, the kazavim, the people who are lying, the charlatans. Shasakalim medamin, and the foolish people think they know what they're talking about. And it's all nonsense. Ramam couldn't be more clear about this. The end of the paragraph is even more clear. And if you listen to them, if you ask them, and even if you didn't ask, but they offer the information, and you act upon it, and you didn't go somewhere, you did go somewhere, now, Lekia has to be lavshet yesh b'malkus l'chare. Either you did go somewhere based on what they're saying, or you were about to go somewhere, you stopped and turned around and did a ma'isa. There's some sheets as a hold of it's normally a lavshet ma'isa, even though it's here as a lavshet ma'isa. You still get malkus shenamar loisa inenu v'chein ha'ochezes se'nayim. What we discussed last week, and the Rambam seems to say even just trick of the eye. Umedame b'mnei arayim sha'asa ma'isa timon. Looks like he did something peladic, and they're amazed, and they're. It's incredible. Ramesha says it's only if they're amazed and they sort of might believe you or do believe you. Chach Masadam and many other just bring it down that you can't even do something that looks peladic even if at the end of the day they don't believe you. And Ramam seems to hold, which Ramesha 
says the beginning of his shuvah, he says, I'm going, the Acharonim seem to assume in the Ramam, it's Tom Sly the hand, and whether they believe you or not, eventually is irrelevant. That's the Yisad Rai said, he says, Zachiyah Malkas, Chachmas Adam complains about magicians. Talking about even just parlor tricks that are easy to figure out, and they used to go to Chasnas, and they used to Sameh Chasna Kala. And the Chachmas Adam makes it quite clear, it's a mitzvah Baba Veira. Even though, what, what are they doing at the Chasna already? They're not making people disappear, I hope, and they're not cutting people in half. So they're taking whatever. They're pulling quarters out of uh, kids' ears, and they're taking snakes out of their pocket, or whatever, whatever they do. And the Chachma Sadam held, it was in his per this Ram. Again, Ramesh doesn't think that's the Pshat, but there are many Achreinim who believed it was. Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow night we will go to the Lecha Mishnah, talks about palm reading, and then to the Mukha Yasef, who will begin to discuss the astrology. We'll discuss that. Everybody has a, have a muzzle